that's Jonathan. Welcome back to the podcast. So today we're going to be doing part two of chapter 18, which is called Marital Marital Duties and Privileges. Can't speak today. No, I cannot. (laughs) So just like every other episode, we're going to be going over some sections of the chapter that stood out to us and we'll be discussing them and hopefully you'll listen. Hopefully. Yeah. One can only hope. If you do listen, leave us some feedback because we have no idea who listens. Yeah, because I don't listen. I'm here and I don't even listen. I listen like, to ourselves, oh. but like really delayed. I listen. I'm li- right now. I'm listening to Ke- Kevin's G Triple A. So wow. Yeah, I'm late on our own podcast. Okay, so first one. If he has the mind of Christ, he will not be a destroyer of the body, but will be full of tender love, seeking to reach the highest highest standard in Christ. This is talking about husbands. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. Like, that's... that's <clears throat> not sure there's much I can, like, add to that, like... If someone like really is true is a true follower of Christ, they won't purposely do harm to their body, like consume things, whether food or entertainment, that will be a stumbling block for them, hmm. or will cause their body um, pain further down the road. Yeah. So it works. The other way around, you can't claim to be a follower of God if you're doing these things. Oh, you could be a follower of God, but you can't say that you're, like, of my uh, of the same mind as Christ. Like that's what you're saying. Like a true follower of God would not do these things to his body. So someone who claims to be a true follower of God, if they're doing this to their body, they're not a true follower of God. Because if you if you, well, I mean, you have to define what a follower of God is because. Someone like who I, claims to love him and wants to respect him and do the things that will make him happy. Okay, He's well happy then no we one res- can be a follower of God. What do you mean? Because, like, uh, everyone sins and everyone does, yes. like messes up and does not good things to themselves sometimes. So, like, how, like, God has forgiven us of our sins. So how would we be, would, like, we call ourselves followers of God whether we're going through those things or not, because we are intentionally trying to follow God. Mm-hmm. But not everyone is intentionally trying to follow God. Not everyone is intentionally trying to give up those sins, which is separates people who okay. are followers of God and people who are true followers of God. Because if you're a true follower of God, your 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 intention is to give up that sin. Yes. Whether you are successful or not, your true intention is to give that up. And you try, sometimes you slip up, but you still try to give those things up. Like, let's just say junk food, for example. Mm-hmm. You're like, I know junk food's bad for me. And this, my body's a temple. I need to give it up. You know, you usually eat healthy, but sometimes you slip up. You know, but you still try. Unlike that one person who's just like, nah, it's McDonald's every day for me, bro. Oh, yeah. I love Jesus, but they're you know, like, it's like I love Big Jesus. Macs. I love Jesus, but I'd rather be happy than healthy kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah, that's not a... Christ is like, but to be happy is to be healthy. Kind of a thing. Because mm-hmm. happiness, earthly happiness, is nowhere near the joy and peace that, that God can provide. Yeah, you're just giving into the lust of the flesh, which is also can be considered the lust of appetite. Mm. 
Ellen White says it somewhere else that uh, your the taming of your appetite is the first step to tame any other sin in your life. Mm-hmm. Okay. Things in Diane Council Fuji says that. Maybe. Okay. No man can truly love his wife when she will patiently submit to become his slave and minister to his depraved passions. In her passive submission, she loses the value she once possessed in his eyes. He sees her dragged down from everything, elevating to a low level, and soon he sus suspects that she will as tamely submit to be degraded by another as by himself. Hmm. Yeah, anyone who's too submissive is like, I use this word loosely, boring. Uh, okay. Uh, well, because, yeah, I guess. Because, because like, there, there's there's no interaction. There's none that you just like, yes, master. You might as well be replaced by a robot for crying out. Like, yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you say anything else besides yes, sir? Yes, sir. Chuck them on the door, trash. Yeah. It's... Submissive isn't isn't fun. It's not. I mean, there's there's a small part. Passive submission. Yeah, passive passive submission is one of those things where just like a small part of like a small sinful part of every guy who's like, yeah, that'd be nice. And then like when you actually think about it, you're like, that would actually suck, man. They're like that all the time. That'd be so boring. And when you think about like, it, like no intelligent interaction, just like you know, they're not going to debate your stupid ideas. They're just gonna yes, sir. they're just gonna. Yaha you all the time and just go with it even though it could be the dumbest idea of life and then you're both screwed i mean when when you think about it too like you you would be seeking a life where your partner never does anything to help you grow yeah or never exposes the things that need to be exposed in your life to help you grow like she just sits there and does whatever you want but or he too because like think about like if you end up with like Let's say we flip it around. Let's say women, you end up with a super passive guy, and you're just like, "Yo, I want to spend all our money on um, on all this crazy financial uh, uh, high risk deal," and they're just they're just a, a yes man and not a like a mm, let's think about this. That could go really badly for you guys, and then you have nothing but yourself to blame because they're just a yes man. And not a, let's sit down and talk about this. And vice versa. Like. Yeah. You don't have that. You don't have two brains. You just have one one brain who can make a really smart decision or a really stupid decision. So you mm -hmm. want that two to fight against each other and balance each other out. So that way you have an even uh, decision making yeah. process. And it's important to, to separate the, the word submission in this quote as opposed to the word submission in the Bible in Corinthians when it mm -hmm. says wives should submit to your husbands. Um, because submission here is the word that like when worldly people or us, anyone, that's that's what we usually think of as submission is like slave to master. Whereas mm -hmm. the Bible is talking about husband to wife wife to husband submission like it's it's not the same type mm -hmm. of submission you can't put slave to master type submission in a marriage context that's not how god intended it yeah it's more like in in um in a marriage it's almost like a a supervisor employee submission kind of a thing because it's like 
you're both employees of the company. One just has a higher duty than you do. And so you just go and check in with them. They don't directly control your life and tell you exactly how to live your life and et cetera, what to think, where to go. You know, you guys vibe together and you guys work together to get the job done. Just one has more responsibility than the other. Yeah. It's like having a supervisor that's also your friend. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He doubts her constancy and purity, tires of her, and seeks new objects to arouse and intensify his hellish passions. The law of God is not regarded. These men are worse than brutes. They are demons in human form. They are unacquainted with the elevating and ennobling principles of true sanctified love. Mm. So yeah, this one tags onto the last part. But uh, yeah, do you think that being a passive submissive partner will help and give you give your partner what they want? They're eventually going to start seeking something more intense more thrilling yeah it's like thrill seekers like they keep seeking the next thrill well the same thing happens with lust seekers they seek after the thing that's going to arouse them to the next the next stage and that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to go look for someone else but they may be bored of your submission and then like escalate to verbal abuse physical abuse sexual abuse that type of thing Mm -hmm. to to get a reaction out of you that they weren't getting in the past which is not at all what god intended for marriage and is very detrimental to both parties so i mean if if you find yourself with a partner that's like this that is expecting you to be very passive then like that's a major red flag um, and if you are someone who's very passive, then maybe you should spend some time with God and think of, like, and, and mm-hmm. reflect on whether or not that's what he needs you to do. Yeah. Cause you're God's property first before you're your husband's or your partner's or your spouse's mm-hmm. or your wife's. They have, they have no claims beyond what God has. God's claims come first and God owns you. So like they can, they can take a hike for, for a short minute until yeah you guys get your, um, your priority straight. Yeah. The wife also becomes jealous of the husband and suspects that if opportunity should offer, he would just as readily pay his addresses to another as to her. We're still going to tag on to the last one. See, being passively submissive in the worldly sense doesn't benefit no anybody. You, like, everyone's... It's a lose-lose scenario. Mm-hmm. Okay, he needs something more. She thinks that he'll just do this with every other girl that walks by. Like, there's no win-win here. It's only lose-lose. So Yeah. Because, I mean, if you think yeah. about it, if you're a wife or a husband that is um, passively sub- submissive, mm-hmm. you're you're not bringing anything special to the marriage. You're, you're at that point in time, you're literally just a body. So... Like, in this case, it says, you know, the wife also becomes jealous. I mean, she should because there's nothing differentiating herself from another woman at this point because she brings nothing to the table because she's so passive. Yeah. So make sure that you're in your, within your relationship, you know the value of each other. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. 
The matter now to be settled is, shall the wife feel bound to yield implicitly to the demands of her husband when she sees that nothing but base passions control him, and when her reason and judgment are convinced that she does it, does it to the injury of her body, which God has enjoined upon her to possess in sanctification and honor to preserve as a living sacrifice to God? Essentially, that's a really long way to be I like. Know. Should she should she submit if he's just a raging horn dog? <laughs> the answer is the answer is no, because that is um, conflicting with the um, covenant that she's established with God, and yeah. that he is her lord and master first above all things, including her husband. Husbands do not take the place of God; of God yeah. they just represent God. In the marriage covenant. And if they're doing not what God asked them. Yeah, if they're doing a bad job, well then you are now, the husband is then removed from his position in that covenant and surrenders it back to God until he is um, responsible enough to take back that and represent him again. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's it's a really tricky situation at that point because at that point in your marriage i feel i feel like a woman or anyone that's in the passive situation mm-hmm. like they would feel like there's literally nothing they can do to resolve what's going on in their marriage because the only thing that their partner is basing their life on is these like base passions mm-hmm. and like that would be a horrible feeling to be like as this person's wife or husband i literally can't do anything yeah. But pray. And the kicker is you can't leave them even though they're being uncontrollable little horn dogs. You can go sleep somewhere else. <laughs> like you Yes, can, but you, you can't divorce them. No, or you, you shouldn't. Yeah. From a biblical yeah. standpoint of the way that the marriage um institution was set up, you are still Bound by marriage. Yeah, you are still divinely bound by the marriage covenant you have set up until your marriage uh, covenant has been broken by the breaking of the vows, which is usually... Uh, adultery. Adultery. Yeah. So the, you guys better work it out. If you're stuck in a situation like that, I feel sorry for you, but unless he actually cheats or unless she actually cheats, you're kind of stuck. And I mean... You can step away. Most churches nowadays have like, you know, they will allow divorces based on abuse. But uh, mm-hmm. in this type of situation, if you want to follow the Bible, I would suggest stepping away, going to stay with someone else to keep yourself safe and yes. your family safe. Um, but do try to go into counseling and resolve it. But if nothing is capable, like if, if you can't resolve it yourselves, then I mean, continue to stay separate, and you can stay separated, but you will still be married, married. and that technically means no remarrying because you're still married. Yep, you have to wait till that person dies. Yeah. Of natural causes. <laughs> yeah, don't kill them. <laughs> if you murder them, it doesn't count. You can't cancel an ex with another ex. It's just more blacked out. Okay. It is not pure, holy love which leads the wife to gratify the animal propensities of her husband at the expense of her health and life. If she... Oop, that's a different one. I'm just going to do it together because 
it goes together anyways. If she possesses true love and wisdom, she will seek to divert his mind from the gratification of lustful passions to high and spiritual themes by dwelling upon interesting spiritual subjects. So essentially, it's 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 she's it's, she's answering her question from before. It's that's not the case. You shouldn't give in to those things. If you truly love him, you should at all times try to change the subject back to interesting spiritual subjects. Yeah, and then no matter what your partner may be asking for, if you know it is going to lead them down that path, or you know like that uh, those things go against. Or just degrading in that sense. You should nip those in the butt as soon as possible. Like if they're asked like what? How do you feel about this? You'd be like no. Here's why. Well, how do you feel about this? No. Here's why. Etc. Etc. Just to try to keep. Contain it. Contain it. Because that's that's like one thing that like good analogy we heard is like marriage was the container or the cage for sex. To keep it under control. Right, it is is the pen for the creature. Right, sex is this, is this wild animal that's beautiful and it just loves to roam around and do all kinds of amazing things, but can also get really out of control. And so, like, and end up hurting people. Yeah, marriage is the is the cage, is the pen, is the enclosure that keeps it. I would say container cage seems prison like. <laughs> yeah, so we say enclosure is the encode is the enclosure where people can where you can interact with it safely and it can be uh enjoyed at a sit in a safe environment but also its power is then contained and directed properly Mm -hmm. to be able to bring glory to god in a a a very concentrated fashion as opposed to like uh, when it's not in its container it can completely destroy god's glory like it it, well i mean not god's glory anyways your glory to god um but, you know, it something that I found, like, even just when we argue about, like, little things, um, if I bring up how God feels about it, sometimes you, like, you're, like, ah, and, like, and you walk away from me. But I'm, like, in that moment, you sit there and you're, like, the only reason that my partner is frustrated is because God is doing some convicting. And, like, my, my husband knows those things and he's, like, yeah. Okay, you're right, and I just need to like get my my thoughts back together, kind of thing, and be like, okay, let's come back, and then like let let's let's attack this problem from a godly point of view, because it's really easy to fall off that track, right? Uh-huh. But yeah. Okay, she should, in a tender, kind manner, remind him that God has the first and highest claim claim upon her entire being, and she cannot disregard this claim she will be held accountable in the great day of god yeah that's what i was kind of getting at earlier was that um in any relationship especially in marriage your first priority is to god and god alone and then next comes your husband if you have one or wife if you have one like first off is god and not your husband or your wife cannot take that from you yeah yeah there's not much to add to that we kind of talked about that earlier Mm -hmm. 
When the wife yields her body and mind to the control of her husband, being passive to his will in all things, sacrificing her conscience, her dignity, and even her identity, she loses the opportunity of exerting that mighty influence for good which she should possess to elevate her husband. I mean, as a wife, it is, it's yeah. your duty to expose the things that your husband is doing to himself or to others that are leading him astray from God. And it's your your job to make sure that he stays on the on a godly path. You're supposed to watch where he's at and make sure, like you're you're just not not in the same way that the head of the household is supposed to like keep his family on that track. As just as as the wife, you're supposed to um you're the only person watching your husband other than God, right? You're supposed to be like, Hey, this thing, you know, you might want to look at it again. And then they're like, Oh. Okay. And because it's, it's really easy for, for people, we're, we're sinful beings to, to slightly get off track and not realize that we're even off track, but living with another person and knowing each other so well makes it very easy for a wife to be able to notice the little things within her husband to be like, Hey, I see, I'm seeing you go down that path. Don't go too far. Like come back to me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But when you give in to these these um being this like uh, passive submissive person that's indulging their husband in all these things um then then you lose the opportunity to be that that stronghold for your husband yep 100 okay did you want to add to that i did i forgot what i wanted to add sorry it's all okay if the wife feels that in order to please her husband, she must come down to his standards when animal passions are the principal basis of his love and controls his actions, she displeases God, for she fails to exert a sanctifying influence upon her husband. I'm not sure if I can add much to that. I mean, it, it, just to like clarify that like as a as a wife you're 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 not supposed to arouse animal passion passions in your husband with your body or with your sex life you're supposed to arouse that's just encouraging sin and that yeah goes against um what god wants because sin is transgression of the law he intended for sex to be contained so keep it contained sorry sorry um, but yeah, so he, he did, he intended it for it to be contained and to be, um, a, a, a thing that he is a part of and something that brings glory to him and connection between the two of you. So if, if, you know, every time you walk into a room and your intention is to have sex and you're like, you know that certain things will make your husband aroused, but in the wrong ways. Like, you shouldn't do those things. You should help him be aroused by mm -hmm. the amount of love that he has for you and the the feeling of being connected to you with, with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I was thinking of a Bible verse, but I can't remember it. Yes, uh, that one. Where the faithfulness, the faithfulness of a wife, can was it basically like 
save her family and preserve the the uh, the salvation of her her household. So, mm. like, women still have a very important role, and like, if you remain faithful to God and like don't uh, indulge in sin just for your husband or your partner's sake, then you have the chance to influence them for good and potentially uh, help correct that behavior and like help save them from their downfall. Mm-hmm. Bring them back to God. Yeah. That's it. Okay. So the last one, we are commanded to crucify the flesh with the affections and lusts. How shall we do it? Shall we inflict pain on the body? No but put to death the temptation to sin. The corrupt thought is to be expelled. Every thought is to be brought into captivity to Jesus Christ. Very nice. Hmm. Very nice indeed. Yeah. So essentially it's just saying, you know, we, like, we shouldn't punish ourselves for dealing with temptation. We should take the thought of that temptation and give it to God. You know, you, you take every little, every time something happens where you're like, I, I'm not focusing on God right now. Every single thought you have, you should be taking captive and giving to God for him to either clarify for you or take it away from your life. Because if, it, if it's not run through him, then it's not glorifying him. Or run by him, not through him. That was a weird saying. <laughs> run by him. <laughs> hmm. Do you want to add anything? No, not really. Yeah, some do everything up there. Okay. Uh, if you guys have any comments, questions, or concerns, you Share can... them. You can email us at info.lessonsforyou at gmail.com. You can uh, find us on Instagram at realtime underscore talk, on Facebook at realtime talk podcast. Um, we're on YouTube, realtime talk as well. Wait, we're on YouTube? Yes, wow. and you can um, listen to our earlier and future episodes on um, wherever you listen to your podcast. Um, please leave us a review and let us know what you think of the podcast. Um, if you do, we will give you a shout out. Stay in school. Sam school. Stay in Sam school. Stay in Sam school.